It is great to be with you today. I feel awkward because I've been sitting the whole time just because of playing instruments. So I'm going to stand, and though I normally preach from here, I'm going to go up to the pulpit today. Um, But it is great to be with you as we begin a new series called Simple Things of Life. And uh, what we're going to be spending some time with over the next six weeks is how God uses the normal everyday things in extraordinary ways. And what we don't sometimes realize is that includes us. We're, you look around, you see people everywhere. And God uses us in extraordinary ways. Um, today is Baptism of the Lord Sunday. And so um, I remember, any of you remember Bishop Bickerton when he was here? We have Bishop Cynthia now, but Bishop Tom. Um, I remember he said that he remembers his baptism Every day before he gets into the shower and when he gets out of the shower, looking in the mirror, he just looks because of the water in the room, you know what I mean? Just the nature, the purpose of what he's doing. And he says he remembers his baptism every time that he went and got a shower. And I thought, wow, I never really thought to do that. Um, But I encourage you in some way today, find a way to remember your baptism. It doesn't have to be uh, a formal sprinkling. or a form- it, it can be the rain that falls on your face. It can be when your windshield wipers, mine when I travel, my one wiper, it always slips, so I have to open up my hood halfway down the road, get out and tighten it up again so it, so it works right. I mean, how can you take some of the simple things of life to remember something extraordinary? I want you to do that with your baptism this week. I want you to think about water and and what it means to you, what it doesn't mean to you, and what it could possibly even mean more to you. Just think about those things. May God open your eyes to remember your baptism this week. Um, Today's scripture comes from Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17, and we get to see firsthand here the baptism of Jesus. Hear these words. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to to fulfill all righteousness. And then John consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now my wife, she always gives me a hard time. I was talking about how Bishop Tom used to remember his baptism every time he got a shower. Well, one thing I'm reminded of every time I get a shower is that my wife gets annoyed with me. She gets annoyed with me because I don't dry completely. You know what I mean? I use the same towels as everyone else in the house. Yeah, it's true. But I just don't dry completely. I don't, I don't know. Maybe my parents never trained me right. Maybe they did it on purpose as a joke when I was a kid. But I just don't dry all the way. So I'll leave these little wet footprints everywhere. And it drives my, my wife just crazy, right? There's a slippery floor in the bathroom. There's footprints going down the hall sometimes. I'm still dripping because I don't dry all the way. I just don't come, come completely dry. It affects the other things that I do. I've got to be honest. If, if there's any of you who don't dry all the way and I'm not alone, shout amen. You know, amen. Okay. 
because you realize it affects other things that you do. Like putting on my shirt, for instance. Oh no, it's, it's not just a whoop. No, it's a... You gotta, you gotta kind of work with it. You gotta fight with it a little bit. It kind of sticks to you differently, doesn't it? When you're wet. It's not the same. It goes on different once I've got that water on me. And the air. You know, you, you step out of, of the shower, right? And the air just hits you. And it could be the most gentle breeze, but you're like, ooh. You feel it. It's cold, right? You notice it before you took it for granted. The most subtle breeze imaginable and where you once took it for granted. Once you're wet, you notice it. Once you're wet, you notice it. And, and if you lay down your head on your pillow, like go to bed right after getting a shower, there's no denying it. Even for those of you who probably thought you were completely dry, your pillowcase probably tells the tale, right? There's a little bit of a dampness there. It gets a little bit of a watermark on it. Because once you get that shower, you notice it, it changes you. You carry it around with you a little bit. You definitely notice it when you sleep on it. <laughs> because it's a wet pillow. How could you not notice that, right? Today's message is very short. It's a very short message. And at the end of the message, it's my prayer that we take one thing away. Only one thing. And that is, please God. Say, please God. We often say that when we're asking for something, right? But please God. It's an interesting concept to unpack because there are many ways spread across, across many days that we can infect. Please God. There's no one specific way, but there is a specific heartbeat, I've found. And that's what we're going to look at today with the baptism of Jesus. Jesus' baptism, it was the beginning of his ministry. And many pastors that I've known, that I've heard them say throughout the years, and I don't argue this, but they say it was the beginning of his ministry. Right? It's baptism. And then other pastors I know, they say it marks the beginning of his baptism. There is a slight difference there. There is a slight difference there. I don't disagree with either one of those. So it is either the beginning or it marks the beginning, semantics maybe, but I feel uh, my voice in this theological discussion is that Jesus' baptism, his actually stepping in the water, is ministry in and of itself. I think it did begin his ministry. And I think it marked him. I think it's both. It marked him for the rest of his ministry on earth, in like wet footprints going down the hall, he left footprints for us to follow. He left footprints. And we still celebrate baptism as a sacrament in the life of the church today because Jesus left this mark on the world. He left it way back when. And so on this Sunday, baptism of the Lord Sunday, we who are baptized, we should remember our baptism. We should remember it in any way that we can, whether it be rain on our faces or on our windshields or, or just getting out of the shower and getting mad at the one who doesn't dry completely walking down the hall. We should remember our baptism. Those of us who are not yet baptized, we should look forward to and anticipate our baptism. And I want us to realize what this baptism is, what it was for Jesus, what it means for us. There's many things you could say here, but... I would venture to say it is a way to please God. It is a way to please God. 
John Wesley talked about many means of grace. This is not only a means of grace, it's a sacrament because Jesus did it. But I believe that it is a way to please God. Was it the water that pleased God at Jesus' baptism? The water? The Jordan? Sure, it was a magnificent river. Many people went to it and got baptized. People sing about it. Was it the water that pleased God? Without the water, you're, you're high and dry? Or, or was it the action of stepping into the water? Something very purposed. It was an action of worship. It was an outward expression of an internal desire to please God, to be set apart for God. When Jesus stepped in the water, it's like the water became more than water. It became more than water. The Jordan now is a tourist attraction. It's not just water now. People long to see it. And I've seen people, they sell these little vials of holy water. You know, you can buy water from the Jordan. You can buy water from Mary's well that they say in Palestine. They, they claim that they're Mary's tears. You name it, you can buy all kinds of holy water. Go on eBay. <laughs> you can find it. But when confronting the Pharisees in Matthew 23, 16 to 22, Jesus says this, Woe to you blind guides who say, Whoever swears by the sanctuary, I think it's up there. Yeah, whoever swears by the sanctuary is bound by nothing, but whoever swears by the gold of the sanctuary is bound by the oath. I mentioned this scripture not long ago. Some of you may recall. You blind fools, he says, for which is greater, the gold or the sanctuary that has made the gold sacred? And you say, whoever swears by the altar is bound by nothing. But whosoever swears by the gift that is on the altar is bound by the oath. How blind are you? For which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? So whoever swears by the altar swears by it and everything on it. And whoever swears by the sanctuary swears by it and the one who dwells in it. And whoever swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by the one who is seated upon it. You may remember this scripture. Why do I say it again? Was it the water that pleased God? Or was it the water made better by Jesus going into it? Was this what pleased God? It, the water wasn't even the same afterwards. It's not only that it, it marked Jesus in his ministry, but Jesus actually changed the water. Is that what we are to do with our baptism? Is that a, what we are supposed to do? Make, make things better than they were when we stepped in? Or should it always be the same? Moses in the burning bush. Jesus in the water. We see the simple things of life that God uses and chooses to make more. And as children of the Almighty, we have been chosen to be made more. More. God shows He is in the simple things of this world. Never discredit a simple thing in this world. Even communion, bread, and I mean... How many kids take bread and juice to school with them, right? It's a simple thing. But God's in it. It's different. It's different. So give thanks to God. 
Remember your baptism today, all week, all year, all life. <laughs> remember your baptism. It, don't just remember the water. We don't have water in here today. Because I don't want you to just remember the water. I want you to remember the one who made water more than water. I want you to remember your baptism more and anticipate the same one making other things more than meets the eye. Anticipate the same one making you more than meets the eye. This is what is meant by baptized by water and the Spirit, right? We are baptized in more than water. God is in it. God is in this place. Remember your baptism. Wherever you may go, God is with you. Remember your baptism. God is in it. Once we are baptized, we carry a watermark of grace our entire lives. We are made for more. 1 John 1.3 says, How great is the love of the Father that is lavished upon us that we should be called the children of God. So child of God, remember you are more than meets the eye. Remember that God entered into the simple things of this life and is making you more than you could ever imagine. In closing, at Jesus' baptism, it wasn't magic water. It was ordinary water God used to teach an extraordinary lesson. We are to please God. God said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. We often look for extraordinary ways to please God. A week-long mission trip, working at a shelter, a soup kitchen, clothing cupboards, those things please God. But I want you to remember your baptism. God is in all of the simple things too. God is pleased in the simple things that we do. Those moments where we just step into the water. And don't dry off completely. May the God of your baptism go with you into the simple things so that extraordinary things may be made known to all who have eyes to see. May you please God in all that you do, not just in the big things. Let us pray. God of the extraordinary ordinary, we thank you. We thank you for choosing us to be your, your sons and your daughters and those who can leave footprints that hopefully look kind of like yours. Help us as your church to do that better. Help us to share water with the world. But beyond the water that we share, may we always point to the one who cleanses us inside and out and who came so that we may know what abundant life is all about. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.